you're listening to Caddy Wampus. So, yeah, who here likes Final Fantasy? Me. I do. A lot. Somebody give me a brief overview of Final Fantasy as a concept. A brief overview. Yeah, like, for anyone the... who's never, like, maybe has seen that name on a game title, but All they right. don't really know what it is. So, way way back in the day, there was a company called Square, and they made games that were honestly kind of shitty. They weren't great. <laughs> what What were they making before Final Fantasy? Crappy little uh, RPG titles that mm. weren't going anywhere. So Final Fantasy as a concept was a game that they were putting it out there because it was literally probably going to be their last game. Yeah, it was like mm. a last ditch effort. Like we've got to make we're gonna we're gonna make one game. We're gonna pour our heart and soul into it. And if it sucks, it sucks. But it's our final yeah, fantasy. This is it. It's yeah. the final <clears throat> fantasy. And it ended up selling incredibly well. And it's it's funny because Final Fantasy One still holds up and is still a very good ah. game. People don't know they are science fiction fantasy RPGs, but they are disconnected from each other. So, like Final Fantasy Two is not a sequel to Final Fantasy. They are Correct. they are ostensibly original worlds, original characters, original concepts each time. They they connect they keep themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's <clears throat> they stay connected by keeping some of the same themes, but a lot of it's just through item names, magic, yeah. spell titles. Um, character names sometimes. Like There's usually Sid. a crystal fucking somewhere in it. Yeah, the the concept of the the overarching story of Final Fantasy started with it being a group of adventurers, the mm-hmm. warriors of light, protecting, defending, acquiring some kind of crystal. Is it just All, like the Dark Crystal? Is it just the story of the Jim Henson production? It's of the been dark so crystal? long since I've seen that I couldn't tell you. The mm-hmm. land was green and good until the crystal cracked. And every time they, they kill... No, a I quacked, too. I see. Quiet. There was a duck in there. It was a Howard the Duck tie-in. The movie, not there the comics. There was literally a giant, just crystal uh, rubber duck. So, <laughs> yep. so, so I came in... Wait, does Howard the Duck have a rubber ducky in his own bath? Probably. Why? Because it's It funny. looks like him. Because, you know, you play with yourself in the bath. Isn't Ooh. that his kind of humor? Got you. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't take baths. <laughs> Well, so should, I can't speak to that. You should try it. Every I'm too big for the tub. Yeah, so am I. That's why you put half yourself in and then you rotate. What, what the is... fuck's the point of that? It sounds like a nightmare. Why can't I just you stand in the You get in the shop? bathtub and you rotate? Yeah, what like, the fuck? Yeah, why is what you, you say? Slap around a, a little bit. Head. So I sit in the bathtub. My legs go all the way to the end. And my entire torso is out of the water. Yeah, so I'm like, after about five minutes, I rotate. And I slide into the water. I, the yeah, I still don't think I understand water. it when you say rotate. <laughs> You just flip upside down and hold he your breath. Actually, he acts like a washing. He machine. does a barrel roll. Yeah, he just no. sits. At, he sits in the middle in a fetal position, like a washing not, machine, not, and just just spins. Not the not not the roll axis, the pitch axis. Okay. But how's your yaw? Oh uh, yeah, you beat me to what, it. What's your yaw? What's your yaw, yaw in the bathtub? Yaw varies because bathtubs are slippery. Okay. <laughs> Let's pitch. But anyway, as uh, you could relate, because you're t- you're a little taller than me, right? Uh, so, like, as people who are over six two, uh, six two and over, bathtubs are just not built for you. No, they're not. <laughs> I my bathtub currently is is built for taller people. This, this is the everyone's first, taller to you. <laughs> well, this this is the first time I've actually wanted to take baths, but I, I take it. And I'm like, this is cool. It's relaxing, but it's always. It feels stupid because you have to take a shower afterwards. Yeah, I don't feel basically. clean. And I know that's psychological because yeah. water is soluble. So I know it's all on me. <laughs> but... It's just, yeah, the second I'm done with the bath, I'm like, well, getting in the shower now. Well, need what? to rinse off. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm I just, like, I have to. Yeah. To be fair, I haven't taken a bath 20 years. <laughs> I'm an adult man. I don't understand what you guys are doing. I'm not going to lie. I took one a week ago after a long, like, 20-hour shift at work. It was the best goddamn thing I've ever I, done. I, I, I clean myself by going to the river. I put... <laughs> I put some. I put. I some, take my washboard into the river. <laughs> I put some Epsom salts and some uh, some essential oils in there, and I, I just laid. And I literally didn't move. You still don't have utensils, and you have Epsom, Epsom salts salt? from yep. your bathtub. Yep. I don't know the last time I've taken a bath. It's been a long time. I've I, I've been this tall since I was like fourteen, so it really hasn't worked out for a while. <laughs> I was born this tall. <laughs> I had to adapt, improvise, and overcome because I like. Okay. I was one of those people where my growth spurts were pretty quick and drastic and painful. Like I was one of those people where like I like couldn't sleep at night because it hurt so much because oh, I like I shot up feet. Hurt. Yeah, I yeah. shot up. Like I haven't gotten much taller since I was fourteen. I've gotten maybe an inch taller for over the last over the last like fifteen years. But from eleven to fourteen, it was like yeah, about three feet on you. <laughs> I vividly remember the growth spurts as being just a very constantly bodily painful part of my life. Man, yeah. I'm glad I'm what's, short. What's a growth spurt? Yeah. <laughs> Brian's like, I don't understand. I believe I've been the same height since I was two. Yeah. <laughs> I you're, never you're felt these. Like. I never when, felt these pains. It's when your body stretches for no discernible reason and everything it's, hurts because you're being stretched. It's when your bones try to escape your body and your body tries to hold on, basically. <laughs> We want out. Well, that's, like, nope, that's stretch the right thing strong. to do. That spooky skeleton stays in you. Yeah, that's basically a growth spurt. Anyway, Final Fantasy. 15 main entries at this point. Well, more than that, I guess. Uh, well, yes. no, 15, 15 main, main, line main entries. Main line. So um, with spinoffs and... Yeah. Just out of curiosity, what, what was your first experience with Final Fantasy? Four. But it was called two here. Am I flipping that around? Or? Uh, four would have... One was one here. Two was actually... Five. I think well, two. I, was, I thought it was three. Because three is six. So four was two. Five didn't come out. You got three, which was six. I didn't play six. Yeah. Initially, six I have since okay. played it. I have a friend who six is his favorite. Most, so that's how I got introduced to it. So I played four, and then my friend was super into it. I played six with him, and I played seven with him, and eight with him. Four. But that was all later. Four is the. Dragoon uh, Kane, right? Yeah, it was Kane. Yeah. Who okay. becomes a paladin towards the yeah, end yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers! So, yeah, so I understood 4 to be 2. 4 was, I think, the first big real hit of the franchise right. here in America. And then 7 was where it like blew up. Yeah. Right. Seven Which is not just in America, exploded. because obviously what yeah. Square's done with 7 means it's pretty much blown up everywhere. Um, and then 10 was big with my friends at the time well, as well but i couldn't get into yeah, it yeah well 10 was big because it was the first one that was fully voice acted like, yeah it was the most immersive final right. fantasy and then game. i watched a friend play 12 and i laughed at him because <laughs> it I, didn't, I just didn't understand 12 is, is a niche what's what's interesting about 12 to me mm-hmm. is that it is actually aged better better gotcha it is a better and game then, today than it was 10 years I'm ago i gotta go through my full history here so i played with my best friend I was still in high school and she had just graduated and she was living with uh, four people and their chore chart had Final Fantasy XI in a single account up because that was the grind of that game at the time. Oof. <laughs> and and so I played Eleven a lot with them, but never in any kind of order or context. Like every week I'd play like an hour of it devoid of whatever they had done for the last week. Like, And then I, um, I, I watched my friend play Thirteen... I've watched you guys play 14, 
and I've watched more of 15 than I care to even remember, and the person who played it didn't even finish it. And of course I've seen the two classic films. Yeah. Uh, The Spirits Within. That's pretty much it, though, as far as your exposure. That was my first exposure, and then I think I saw someone, like one of my childhood friends, playing Seven Mm. briefly, but I don't remember much about it except thinking this game looks weird. Yeah. And then I played 14, like, years later. I'm thinking I should check the other ones out now, because clearly there's a lot of them, and clearly they're very popular. You so. can you can skip more than half of them, but there are a few that's that... That's something I want to hear coming into a franchise. Well, they're all different. Well, well that's because they're all they're so not connected. They, they, they don't, you yeah. don't need to... They're, will, not, they're not related. I will say that every Final Fantasy game is at least worthy of being played. Yeah. They're all good in their own regard, but there are some that are, like, must-plays, must yeah. basically. Some can be considered mm. masterpieces. Some of them are... Just good games. I don't Just hear game. many people talk about nine though. Which that's, that's which is weird because nine actually is widely regarded by many as the best. The one. that's that's is the that funny the... thing is that as of the past few years, more and more people are coming out and basically realizing now or saying finally that nine, played it. Yeah, they're like, damn, never mind. Nine is the best. Which to me, nine is my favorite. That was gotcha. nine the first MMO they launched? Because they no, have two. No, that MMOs. was eleven. Okay, so uh, they, they do have two. That was MMOs. the chore chart uh, MMO. Yeah. Yeah. They do have two of them, yeah. two MMOs. And they're, yes. both, right and they're both running, 11 and 14. Yeah. Right. 11 is very, very old and buggy. Is 11 actually running yeah. still? It's still running. Yeah. And yeah. There's, there's like, still, how many people are on 11? They're still updating it yeah. uh, a lot. I wonder, if it's, still, I wonder if it's those old roommates still on that short chair. Probably. <laughs> Working their asses off. <laughs> and their mini alts. <laughs> I, I've played both 11 and 14. And at the time when I played 11, it was the closest MMO I've ever found to EverQuest. Uh, I I loved eleven, but I know a lot of like right now. There's no way in hell I'd play eleven. Oh, I don't no. I don't have the time to do that. Well, I don't really see myself as an adult man ever replaying any of these. This is a patience I had only as a young person. Yeah, for I can, the, this style of RPG. To an extent, I can agree because I mean, my first exposure to Final Fantasy was seven. Like I'm, uh, yeah. you know, I make no qualms in saying when I was a kid, I had no <laughs> understanding of an RPG or what the hell it was or what the purpose was. Uh, so my first exposure was seven just looked cool mm. and I <clears throat> never really got it for a while. And then my first real delve into a Final Fantasy was actually eight. Yeah. Was eight after that. And that's, that's where that I finally... revolver sword in the Cadillac, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that was the game that really captured. I feel like I remember the trailer for it more than I remember the game. Most people do, because I really eight's probably one of my favorites, even though it gets treated like the redheaded stepchild yeah. of yeah. Like they recently uh, d- decided to not port eight. Yeah, to they ported Xbox literally or every Switch. other one, but eight yep. has somehow left out in the cold. Really? Yep. Yeah. That they did put it on PC. It's on PlayStation, but the the recent ports of uh, seven and nine that came to the Switch came to the Xbox. They skipped eight. I don't know, I, I, I like Final Fantasy seven. It wasn't. I don't think it was my first. I know I played a few of the Super Nintendo ones, but I never understood what they were. It was just, I don't know, look, these characters look cool, but then they're talking a lot and I'm it, getting bored. And, it's hard right. to parse. I remember, like, I, rec- I, I, I recently, like, looked, just looked at, like, four again and, like, one and two, and I was like, it's hard to even parse what this is. Yeah. Just looking at it. It's not a graphics issue. It's just more of, like, a... I have no context for what anybody's doing or talking about, or I guess I'm in a mech. Is it a mech? Is it a... Is it a 
statue what 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 is happening like like which is you know because like even like a game of similar of similar anime or similar graphics quality if you look at like some of the older zelda games you have a context for what you're looking at you're, you're like yeah he's like an elf like he's dressed like an elf and he's got a sword and it's very clear what you're looking at some of those old final fantasy games i'm like i don't know what this world is supposed to be is that that's, an airship that's kind of okay. what i always liked about it is the yeah. the mystical like new designs that haven't been explored and like just mm-hmm. just not knowing um, it's very weird, but it all it all really comes together for me because of the soundtrack and the character right. stories and the art. Like, it all just turns into this this one big beautiful thing <clears throat> that I have always just been enthralled by. Um, I have Final Fantasy soundtracks. I have Final Fantasy art books. I have owned every single one of the games on multiple consoles. You own Advent Children? I do. I own Advent Children. I, at one point, had uh, Spirits Within on DVD. It's not good, but I had it. I also had it on DVD. That's a past tense, but I did have it. I saw it in theaters. Yeah, I saw it the day it came out. It was back when I saw everything in theaters, so I I was just like, sure, why not? (laughs) Back when you had nothing but time. Yeah, back when I thought my time was meaningless. We watched uh, Advent Children. We did. and Advent Children Complete. A semi-remake. It's a director's cut, but it wasn't like these scenes were deleted. It was that they added them after the yeah, fact. Because yeah, because the first original release of Advent Children sense. was a disjointed fucking nightmare. <laughs> which is baffling when you think about what Advent Children Complete is, which is a disjointed nightmare. Yeah, yeah it doesn't... And you're like, this made less sense at some point. When, when it first yeah. came out, maybe I was more into Final Fantasy then. But when that movie first came out, I was extremely excited. I watched it. I was kind of scratching my head, like, what? what is this? Yep. Having now seen that movie at least ten times, I could not give a shit about that movie. It kind of reminds me of those 70s reunions of TV shows. Kind of. Where there's, mm-hmm. like, Gilligan's Island reunion, where it's supposed, it's sort of loosely got a narrative to understand why they're coming back, but in reality, it's just sort of like a greatest hits. This movie was made. And the made, cast is back. That's kind of what this is. That movie was made specifically to just get van- fans to be like, to shut up, here's your characters, give us your money, you're good. Yeah, it's, it's like, how can we just have Cloud and Sephiroth fight? Yeah. So this this movie, uh, Advent Children Complete, is a sequel, one of the very few sequels of this in this series, right, of the Game 7, right? Yeah. Yeah. They've been actually, doing that a lot more lately. Because yeah. 10 has a sequel, 13 has a sequel... 13, 13, has, has, 13 two, has two sequels. Yeah, 13 has two sequels. So there's a 13-3? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. There's, it's Final Fantasy 13, Final Fantasy 13-2. Yeah. And then it's Final Fantasy Lightning Returns, 13-3. Ah. Um, great. And then Final Fantasy 15, rather than doing a 15-2, they just put out a bunch of expansions. Which well, has then now, they just cancel the most They recent. canceled most of them because people were going, we're not buying these. I don't give a shit. I don't want to drive more. Apparently where the game... It takes a lot of driving. Apparently where that game stands right now is how it should have released at launch. And apparently it's a much better game. I still don't know that I could be bothered to play it. So like No Man's Sky. (laughs) They released an incomplete title and then finished it years after the I think of the people I know, I'm the only one that actually finished 15. Um, How did it end? Poorly. I watched that Kingsglaive movie. It, it essentially ended with him having a Dragon Ball Z style fight with uh, Arden, the yeah. the guy that was the main antagonist. Isn't that how that Kingsglaive movie ended too? Pretty much. Okay. Um, so <laughs> it ended with that fight and then it ended with basically Noctis Jesus. sitting down and dying. Jesus yeah. Christ, I've seen three Final Fantasy movies. What the hell? 
Mm-hmm. There was huh. also there was also an anime series for fifteen. No, 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 like just a Final Fantasy oh, anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was its own original story as yeah, well, forever right? Ago, yeah. yeah, which I never saw, but I saw the seven OVA. I just want to go on record to say that Final Fantasy seven is extremely overrated. Absolutely, and I I get well, why people like it. It's probably a lot of people's first RPGs that they actually well, it's also played the, through. It's, of, of all the ones I've played, it's the cleanest narrative. Yeah, it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, but it, it's it's the easiest to attach to. You have a, you have a very easy to understand main character. You have a very easy to understand arc. Like I've having having seen a lot of having seen the entire story of fifteen. It's a fucking mess, you know. Yeah. I'm like thirteen. I'm like, there's no like, there's no basics. There's no inciting incident. There's no like clear like goal. Whereas seven from the get go, you have a really clear understanding of like who your main character is and what you want to do. So it's very easy to latch onto. That's why it's that's why it was the first one to gain a lot of popularity because the first they're dense. Like the the yeah. other ones are dense and like kind of impenetrable. And seven kind of went for. A much more cleaner character narrative and then after that they never really tried that again they're like let's really complicate the shit out of this again and i think that that's why seven is still the most popular one and it also people. just has sephiroth which most people just immediately well again like, a clear understandable a distinct villain <clears throat> yeah clear hero clear villain clear story people like that people like yeah. clarity people don't want sixty thousand characters with backstories you didn't get to see you know, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, like eight's all over the place. Nine has a lot of characters and changes a lot. It's a dude with a sword fighting another dude with a sword. They don't like each other. They're kind of like brothers. Easy, sold, sold yeah. in the room. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Advent Children is um six or seven opening scenes, and then they, it cuts away from action a lot. Like in terms of, I mean, by action, I mean like act, like like events. It's like there's somebody knocks at the door, and then it cuts away, and it comes back, and he's like, anyway, I interrogated those people, and I'm like, hey, I probably should have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> Off camera, I did stuff, and you're like, why did we cut away? But I wanted to see that stuff. <laughs> that seems important to this it story. Just, it just seems so boring. Well, it, like, that's because it's a film that... That's because it keeps cutting away from well, the right. story. It requires you to know so much about the prior uh, installment, which is Seven, to be able to even grasp what's going on. They, and even, they try to give you a little backstory. It just doesn't, not, doesn't help. No. And even then, shit has happened off camera. That it's like, it's a new paradigm. And then even then, all the characters from Seven aren't there. And then they just show up at the end. And it's like, I guess you are yeah, in this like, story. You showed me Red 13 at the very beginning of the movie running with his kids. Great. Why all of a sudden did he show up at the very big middle of Act 3 with Kate Sith on his fucking back? Who to you to hadn't, do nothing. Yeah, who you hadn't shown me at all up until this Yeah, game. six or seven like primary mm-hmm. characters from the game just show up in the third act. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess you are in this. Because they had to. They're like, here's, yeah, here you go. I, they're yeah. here. But, then they but just, that's not good story. They should have just been there from the, the beginning. Because even as someone who knows who they are, I'm like, why are you here? You weren't here for the rest of it. Yeah, and when did this phone call happen where there was like, by the way, end of the world, you guys want to come? It's like watching The Empire Strikes Back, and you've seen Star Wars, but then Han Solo is inexplicably not in the movie, and then just shows up at Bespin in the last 20 minutes, and you're like, wait, why? So it seems weird to me that in every Final Fantasy game, you fight with a group of people. You're, you're friends. You have, like... A party. A party. Mm-hmm. So why in this movie... Is it a solo fight? Why, like, you have the characters, they're there. Why is it not a party? Well, they fight the dragon together. It's a yeah. better movie if it's just a solo hero's journey. I guess, but this... We already had the hero's this, journey. This movie didn't do As it. As someone like, who has never played Seven, <laughs> I thought it worked really well. It we, would, it would make more one, sense if he died. Well, right, Final Fantasy Seven was the hero's journey. No. 
Like, we already saw that art. I like, did. We well that again. This film assumes you did, but I did. But movie, even then, movie, even if you did, it still doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah, the movie was made specifically for fans, but then even then, it's still just kind so of. It a doesn't mess. make sense. Like it doesn't help. Like knowledge of seven doesn't help the movie. No. <laughs> it helps you know who's on the screen. That's about it. Yeah, you're like and that's even, well, even then for some sometimes. reason. Well, right. Well, even the characters they introduce for this film that you have never seen before, <laughs> I still don't understand their motivations by the end of it. Yeah. Well, because the movie acts like you should know who they are too already, <laughs> because everyone else does. Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone else who we do know from the game is like, yeah, I know them, and I'm like, oh. it's like this is the third movie, and yeah. we missed the second one. Yeah. It's like, this is the third part of the story. It's like, well, you all weren't here for the real Final Fantasy yeah. 2. Y'all missed that. It's like Tron Legacy all over again, where it's like, well, actually, the Tron Legacy is really Tron 3. And Tron 2 happened in the 90s, so let me spend 20 minutes of Tron Legacy filling you in on a bunch of backstory you didn't get to see. And I'm like, why are you doing this? At least you have the Daft Punk soundtrack. As a whole, I understand parts of the Final Fantasy VII story. It does seem up your alley, given your Neon Genesis Evangelion kind of kind of deal, because it's like, would you like more ways to retell this? And you're like, yeah, more. Yeah, please. I would like to see do this you understand, story for the you, fifth time. Do you understand it better? No, <laughs> no. If anything, I, I understand it less. The more you tell me, yeah, every, yeah you every told me time. this again, and I know less. Could you tell it to me again? <laughs> I've probably read, watched, and Listen to Evangelion. And every, oh, is there a radio and, plan of them? I'm making it next week. At this point, I can't <laughs> imagine that there is. I don't know. I can only imagine that there's a pop-up book as well. Have you seen the black box stage play? <laughs> I went last week. When's that third movie or fourth movie come out? Next year. And then what's he going to do? Evangelion again. Mm-hmm. At this time, it's a show again. Also, I just found out that the third, fourth movie is... Event is not called Evangelion 4.0. It's called 3.0 plus 1.0. Yeah, that's the most pretentious shit I've ever heard. Half-Life 4 minus 1, you will not get the game. (laughs) And not will be in a parenthetical. Yes. Evangelion movies. Exactly. How do you defend this? (laughs) I I will defend it to the day I die. I love Evangelion. I like that show. I liked it the first time I saw it. This is your fault. I blame Evangelion for all of this. Why I don't, know, I don't know how we're here. We're talking Why about Final Fantasy. Evangelion? I don't. We should be talking about people with weird zipper pants, crazy hair, and giant swords. Not. We'll review this later and figure out how we got. The, how how it's did a good we get here? I don't, this. I don't want to be here. <laughs> this is was, not my beautiful house. It, this is some, not my beautiful wife. I, I don't understand that reference. <laughs> um, what is that from? By. I don't remember. Okay, great. Thanks. I, sometimes I think you guys just actually make stuff up because the, every time, because every once in a while, I'll be like, "Where's that from?" And it becomes clear. It almost feels like you're making up an answer. You're like, "It's a song." <laughs> well, oh, what kind of song? You know. <laughs> I wrote it. Gotta I, go. I wrote it an hour ago. <laughs> sometimes I feel like these aren't references. You guys are just speaking gibberish and laughing at it because sometimes I literally get answers. Where you're like, "I don't know. It's a thing." Well, now I have carte blanche to start doing that. <laughs> I just assume you already are. It's the power of our memes, David. Because it's like it's like it's. Like, the explanation of what it is falls apart almost immediately sometimes. Yes. It's a song from a place and time. These are facts. <laughs> they cannot be refuted. What's Final Fantasy fourteen about? We could talk for like the next week about yeah, that. Yeah, fourteen um, is there's so what's the basic what's the, what's the what's the what's the pitch? It's what's a theme the basic park. what's the basic premise? It, it but like there's a, a story, right? Like what's right. like the what's the log line? It, it's, the the first game before all the expansions was more or less the Empire Strikes Back. It's kind of it's, it's a very heavily Star Wars influenced story. Okay, um, this, this one was actually unique because of that um, 
the this world Star Wars ripoff was unique. Because no, 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 no. The, world, the world event that happened on all the servers. Well, you're talking about, okay, so when Final Fantasy XIV first launched, it was a fucking nightmare. This it was a script. disaster. It was completely broken. Systems didn't work. The game was to the point of being unplayable. It actually punished you for playing it for too long. Where you would start getting diminishing returns. It withdrawed money from your bank account. World of Warcraft did the same thing oh. in its early days. Is there, right. is there any MMO that's ever launched and people were like, nailed it? Because it sounds like every... No. See, no. It's, it sounds like every MMO you guys talk about, they're like, the launch was the worst launch in history of any MMO. World of Warcraft had launched... Did anyone ever do this World right? of Warcraft no. had launch issues as far as server, but that game sold out in every fucking store. That's not what right. I'm asking. People, I'm, I'm, I'm not asking didn't. about whether no, or not successful. People, people love the shit Well, no. People bitched. People love, the shit of the, people love the shit out of the Transformers movies. That doesn't mean shit. The original... What, did it work? Yeah, Vanilla, vanilla but, WoW launch was... It, it, but what it, I'm saying is people loved it enough to where you are getting a Vanilla WoW again. Whereas you will never see Final Fantasy XIV Vanilla ever. Oh, it's right. That's possible. because it, it wasn't the fact that it... It's wow! Possible. It was right. burned. No, like the, the game engine was script based, so everything in the game was running on a script, and scripts would randomly stall a break on the client or server, causing a cascading failure of game-breaking bugs. So if someone did a quest and there was a, like a, a glitch in a line of code, that would cause everybody on the server to have a cascading series of issues. Now are you talking about Final Fantasy? We're or talking what? about 14's original yeah. yeah. launch. The game engine from a technical perspective. Yeah, it was shit. Yeah, I mean, if was... anybody wants a deeper insight into this, there is a YouTube series called No Clip. Danny O'Dwyer, he did a really long episode on the rise and fall of 14 and how it ended up relaunching, and it was it, it's a fascinating watch, actually. See, they killed everybody in the game. The, the game world was permanently changed. And then when they relaunched, like, was it like a month or two later? No, it was like a year later. It took them a year or something to completely rebuild it, relaunch it. Mm -hmm. And I read uh, reviews saying that this is the best MMO we've played. Gotcha. They, they have taken this game and they have completely turned it around. You need to play this. Because I grabbed it and I think I told you almost immediately, mm -hmm. like, yo, we need to get this. Yep. Um, and then I was hooked almost immediately for probably three years through the initial game up through the first expansion. So like, what would it take for like, so it takes something like that for like, to get you to go to like Anthem. Given Absolutely. How disastrous, oh yeah. yes. With Anthem at this like they have point, to rebuild the game. They basically. would need to rebuild it from the ground up for me to even consider it. Hmm. I never considered Anthem to begin with. Mm -hmm. I don't think you could ever sell me Anthem, mm -hmm. but a complete redo might end up being a complete disaster, or it might not, but either way, it's a lot easier. But it'll be a whole new disaster. Right, it's right. a lot easier as a gamer to approach but, it as, okay, well, this is a different title that might be closer to what I hope the original was. We're not that, making the mistakes. We're not making the same mistakes again. No, you're making all new ones. That scenario almost never exists. Right. Final Fantasy XIV should not exist right now. Mm. Yeah, it the is The only a, reason a it did outlier. is that the company basically said, our, our name is Final Fantasy. We have to make this work or we're going fucking bankrupt. And the creator, or the... Um, the creative director they brought in yeah. was... They just happened to find somebody who was brilliant. <laughs> and he... Like, they just got fucking lucky with who they had available to fix this. And he pulled a fucking miracle out of his ass and flipped it into a game that people fell in love with. Interesting. That you'll never see that again, probably. No, I don't... This, I, this was a once-in-a-lifetime, like, he... 
He pulled a fucking miracle. I can't even imagine WoW getting back to its current numbers if they decided to shut down the game for a full for a year, year, yeah, and then come back later and be like, "We relaunched it with all the problems." Well, that the best part gone. was was when this game was broken, so they brought this guy in to kind of start to try to fix it, and eventually he he started fixing certain things, but mm-hmm. ultimately came back to say that look fundamentally this is broken from the ground up i can't just keep band-aiding this it won't work so he pitched the idea to them of starting over and they were just like you're insane but we you know but we believe in you we have faith that we can make this work so he they started working on the new game to replace it while at the same time continuing to provide minor patches and changes for the existing one just to keep people who still wanted to play it playing it, and then eventually they launched a, you know a multi-server-wide event that brought about essentially the end of the world. They they a huge calamity, basically a meteor slamming into this world. Sound familiar? Right. No, I don't know what that's around. <laughs> yeah, basically, I've never heard about that in Final Fantasy. Yeah, Tell me and more. And they they did this huge like end of the world event where essentially they were just like, all right. People are just going to keep fighting enemies, like wave after wave of enemies as this meteor comes down until ultimately the servers are dead, until we kill it. And people fucking loved it, and then the servers died. And then a year later, they relaunched, and anybody obviously that had characters, they gave them special gifts and stuff like that for coming back and let them try to reload their characters again. But in a game that was much more reminiscent of, say, something like World of Warcraft. That's why Anthem... This isn't going to happen with Anthem. No. But EA will cut their fucking losses, they will let Bioware bleed to death, and Mm -hmm. they will call it a day. It's also weird, too, because, like, so they buy Bioware 3, so really the two Mass Effect games and the first Dragon Age game. Well, Bioware was already owned by EA by that point. Yeah. When they made the first Mass Effect? Yes. Oh. They've had Bioware for a long time. They've had Bioware, like... the Jade Empire. Yeah, Jade Empire was the last game they made before... Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why they acquired them. Because your analogy saying, why would... You know, Disney buy but they, DC. I, they sorry, I was under the impression they bought them like no. ten years they've, ago. They've had them for. Or they've owned them for like twenty time. years. Yeah, ago. they've owned them for years. a okay, long time. Okay, never mind then. No. Not not twenty oh. years, but it's been a long. Yeah, it's time. it's been a long time. Same with like Visceral Games. Uh, they they made the Dead Space games and they were uh, they they were all EA though. Bioware was acquired by EA in 2007. Yeah. So about 10 years ago. But the Mass Effect games started in 2007. For some reason, I pegged them so much earlier, and I don't know why. So the first Mass um, Effect was released 2007? Yeah. Which means that they were working on it prior to the acquisition. Yes. Right, and yes. that's one of the reasons why EA... Uh, but that's, I, for that's some, why the for first some reason, I pegged... MTX. I don't know why, but Mass Effect was earlier in my head. But I was like, no, I, I swear you about Bioware like, 10, like 10-ish years ago. Which is true. It's just Mass Effect was all in... Mass Effect is only 12 years old, which is baffling to me. It feels... Holy some... crap, it's already 12 years old. Yeah. Yeah, to me, it feels, like, much older. No. It feels more recent. Like, like I would have guessed 3 came out in 2008, Mm-mm. which obviously it didn't. No, that 2013. Was it was, yeah. That was 12, I think. Yeah. Look, once, 12, look, yeah. when, look, once you pass 30, it's all the same. Yep. 20 years, 10 years, <laughs> you're just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. When did that happen? I don't know. The Crimean War? I don't know. <laughs> Who was Mass Effect 2? When, when did the Ottoman Empire fall? Yeah, around the time Mass Effect Two came out, right? Yeah, <laughs> and then the the one the big one that was a couple days ago is Borderlands Three, which I'm mm-hmm. less and less excited about every day. I I'm getting um, to the point where I'm just like I don't know that I would even be willing to pirate it at this point. Well, I, I watched, <laughs> which we would never. No, do. No, God, no! I'm a good, upstanding citizen. I would never steal a car. 
I watched, I would download a card. Though. I watched gameplay of Borderlands <laughs> no, Three, and it looks different. It looks slower. It, like, it looks weird. You know what it looked like? Destiny. Doom. It looks like Doom to me. No, it looked like but, Destiny. No, it looked like Destiny. I feel like it just looked Borderlands like games were never that good. They were just fun no, to play. With Borderlands Two is amazing. I love that game. No, I went. I've been ma- playing it. I know. Tell. And I've, I've, you know, I've gone back and I've played Borderlands Two, and you know what? I'm missing a lot of basic functionality. Well, yeah, you're missing the past ten years of development that we've right. come. Yeah, I mean, but that doesn't change the fact that it was a good game it ten years no, ago. It, well, it was a good game for how shallow it really is. It, it really doesn't have that much depth. The first one or the second one. And I played both of them single player. Oh, no, the first one's awful does, now. I've tried to go back and play the first one. The first one's crap Does it now. Does a game need to to hold up against time to yes. be considered good for you? No. Yeah, I, I think it, it does. Yeah. yeah, I think so. That's the difference. No, I, I, I do not think ta- it does. You cannot tell me that a game, I don't know, like... I don't... Well, here's the thing. Is, is Are games a form of art? Yeah. Then yes, they, they, they need to stand the, the test. test of time. Is that is, is part of is good a bit art. of a principle of how art informs a culture because art has to inform the culture, and the longer the art informs the culture, or They're, the new things art brings to that culture as culture evolves and changes, that's how art. You know lives how you said there that, are a, final, that fi- the first Final Fantasy holds up really well. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. because that's that game well, it's is pixel art. Well, that's why. right, but it's also because the fundamental basics of that game yeah. just work. Tetris is art because it stands up against the test of time. Well, there's, Tetris there's... will probably outlive every video game ever. Right. And because <laughs> it, it, d- despite how simple a fucking concept is, it is, it's always good. Like, in a thousand years, nobody's going to know what Mario is, but I almost guarantee you Tetris will be playable somewhere in some form. There are, assuming people are, there are countless and games. the original Doom will still be playable. Assuming, we're, assuming we're not heat deft. There are countless <laughs> games for the PlayStation 1 that mm-hmm. do not hold up in terms of graphics or controls, especially because that was before analog, and mm-hmm. just having the D-pad in a 3D environment does not work. But there are definitely games that I would so, that I still love. So the equ- the equation I would give you there is there are movies from the 50s that were shot in 3D, and guess what? Yeah, it doesn't doesn't, doesn't work. fucking work. No, those movies are pretty bad. Yeah, they don't work anymore. They never did really, but we put up with it. I mean, like, Vagrant Story. I don't know if anyone else has played that. I know of it. I don't know that. It is, I don't think I've played it. It is hideous. Like, mm-hmm. it, the the character models, because it was the first, like, not the first, but it was a attempt at making a 3D tactical RPG. Does it still control well? It never controlled well. But it's it's still a damn good game. It's just... Movie it's, was oh, out of, still, but that's movie what, was out of focus the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Book but, was written backwards. But Sorry. That's, that's the other thing is art is subjective. But there are yeah. still yeah. things that are... Uh, they're objectively, it, it, it is, everyone but, agrees, they are masterpieces. I, well, all art is subjective. All art is, is subjective. A, and, and, but culture is a fluid thing. And we do have a general consensus of aesthetics in art. And we do have a general consensus of what's important to us as a culture. And that's how art informs it. And so there are pieces of art that even if I don't personally connect to them, I find fascinating because they clearly have connected to our culture, which really, I guess, is the mission statement of this podcast in a weird highfalutin way, because hmm. we're talking about what reconnects to people in us. Right. Actually, yeah, there you go. Um, but uh, The road to Mandy notwithstanding. No, no, just, uh, I'm, I'm fascinated by Nicolas Cage. He's got to be the most memed actor, right? Yeah, one it's of, either him or Ewan McGregor at this point. Yeah, but that's like the same meme. Whereas Nicolas Cage, 
it's like 20 years of memes of his career. <laughs> like, like, I, like, not a lot of shallow grave Ian McGregor memes. It's basically episode two, I don't right? Know, I'm starting that subreddit. <laughs> Ian McGregor memes that aren't Star Wars memes, and you're like, is this a gift from Eye of the Beholder? <laughs> this one's from A Life Less Ordinary. I yeah, got this no one there. from Big Fish. Your submission has been removed. <laughs> yeah, like, but no, like, like, but I do think that that's some that's the culture of itself. Like, video games, part of it does have to be like, does this still have any kind of impact on culture? Um, Which a game like Mario, the original Mario, absolutely yeah. still does. Also, Mario's had a consistent track record of impact on culture where Mario, Mario 3, the Mario Kart franchise, like Smash Brothers, which wouldn't be named that if not for Super Mario Brothers, wouldn't be named Super yep. Smash Brothers. Mario wouldn't be front and center. He's had a lot of games. And honestly, we probably remember conservatively six of them really favorable of the what 30 there's had to have been more than that yeah like 50 like nobody remembers wario 3d i mean i remember wario (laughs) i played i played a lot of wario on my virtual boy you had a virtual boy i'm sure you've told me this but i'm shocked every time well that explains the glasses Uh uh-huh i sold my virtual boy Probably 10 years ago. And guess what game I bought with the money I got from Virtual Fantasy. Boy? Final Fantasy 7. It all comes around. Sephiroth. I think I have it anymore, I though. I can't see it, red. One... Sephiroth. Are you colorblind? Can you see red? Yeah. No. Can you okay. see Wario? No. Do you oh, see wait. Wario here right now? I can't, virtual go, when I, I can't see anything. Every time I close my eyes. Every time I, I close my eyes, I see Wario. Every time I wake up, and I go, wah! I, I had a Virtual Boy, and I had three games. I had, uh, I think it was Wario You had the three, three games available for the Virtual Boy? Right. I had Red Alert, which or Red, Red Alarm, I believe. It was like a 3D Star Fox thing. Wario 3 and mm-hmm. Mario Tennis. Those were the only games I think you could I don't even think it was called Mario Tennis. I think it was just called Tennis. Tennis with Mario. But Mario teaches typing. I did not have Final Mario's Fantasy. Mario's your driver's instructor. Now, Mario teaches typing was a thing. I know, but, yeah. no, but now in my head, I'm like, Mario's your driver instructor. <laughs> yeah. Mario's going to teach you basic CPR. <laughs> Hygiene with Mario. <laughs> don't forget to wash your foreskin. <laughs> I don't need Mario anywhere near that. <laughs> That's more of a Luigi. You know? <laughs> That's more of a Luigi job. <laughs> Mario's like, you do that one, Luigi. <laughs> I'm going to leave the comedy traffic school to Wario. I got to walk up to you all today to make sure you haven't been drinking before this class. <laughs> Wario trains you to be a certified public accountant. <laughs> today we're going to learn emergency doom preparation. <laughs> <laughs> Do you all know what a go bag is? <laughs> <laughs> These rations will last you for a week. These are called burner phones. They don't, <laughs> they don't leave trace. <laughs> 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 Anyway. Wario teaches counter espionage. <laughs> if you think you have a tail, I'm going to teach you today how to double back. <laughs> <laughs> They're all 80s VHS how-to tapes with Wario that you could rent at Blockbuster. <laughs> today I'm going to teach you about the new sensation, the internet. <laughs> <laughs> While Luigi teaches you to install America online. <laughs> Kids, today, by mandate of the court... I will be teaching you how to avoid sexual predators online. (laughs) 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 Anyway, was that how Virtual Warrior was? Yeah, I hope so. Exactly. Virtual Warrior. That was that was all there was to it. You've been listening to Caddy Wampus. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr at Caddy Wampus Pod. Email us at caddywampuspodcast at gmail.com. Music by Tilly.